With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Hey guys, RJ here, working the night shift. This is straight out of Vegas weekend edition SOV weekend. I'm joined by Bernie Fratto. And here's the point of this show. Every Saturday, 11 o'clock Pacific to midnight, 2 o'clock Eastern time, we're going to take the very best NFL-driven elements of the weekly show. And remember, Straight out of Vegas got upped, as they say in the mob, to weekdays. Monday through Friday, 6 o'clock Eastern to 7, one hour. It's a jam-packed hour. And then what's going to happen is on the weekends, hey, Fezzik said some smart stuff. Hey, RJ said some smart stuff. Brad said it. And then Bernie's going to be here playing it for you and giving his very unique take. First, though, let's wrap up just a little bit of college football. That's right. O-H-I-O, Buckeyes survive. Bernie, any takeaways from the college football day? Ohio State trail with eight minutes to go, but Urban, you know, Urban Meyer's group regrouped. And interestingly enough, Penn State, now only five and six in those whiteout games. It's like deja vu all over again, Yogi. Last two years, James Franklin has lost to the Buckeyes by one point. Yeah, and they've both been tough losses, no yes. doubt about it. And you got to give them credit. Penn State was uh, a three, three-and-a-half-point underdog, so they covered, if you bet Penn State, Brad Powers right here straight out of Vegas during the week had a best bet on the under mm-hmm. in this game, and it cashed. It did cash. Started very slow. Ohio State, many three announced to begin the game. Dwayne Haskins really struggled, but they got the W. All right, so let's uh, 
Let's get into this uh, NFL preview. Well, you mentioned RJ, obviously, during the week. Straight out of Vegas, 3-4 to four Pacific, 6-7 to seven Eastern. You, Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, Jonas Knox. One of the overriding narratives heading into this weekend has been the New England Patriots. What's wrong? Oh, my goodness. Last week was supposed to be the on-to-Cincinnati game. They go into Detroit. We talked about that game. You referenced Freddie Fanny Pack. Didn't look so easy. You turned out to be right. We'll talk about that later. The Patriots now 1-2 in the Bill Belichick-Tom Brady era. For the first time since 2002, and the last time they were 1-2, and two, which was 2002, the Pats didn't make the playoffs. So dare we say this is a must-win? I wouldn't say that, but let's put it this way. If the Pats start 1-3 and three and the Dolphins start 4-0 and oh, they're in the same division, they'll have their work cut out for it earlier this week. Yeah, and I think it's important to realize entering the season right before week one, New England was minus 1,500 to win the division, meaning to win a dollar, you'd have to risk $15 to win a dollar. If the Pats lose, this might seem self-evident, but it doesn't make it less true. The Patriots would be, after a loss, significant underdogs just to win the East. So this is, hey, you're right, this early in the year must win is a tough phrase. But I would make the case this is as big as a game. This game is as big as any in the first half of this season for any team for the Pats. Well, and I think there's a larger overriding narrative. Earlier in the week, as you and Fez chopped it up, you essentially made the assertion or asked the question if the Pats lose, has something fundamentally changed with this organization? Let's give it a listen. I know we will learn a lot this week. And it's not just because at one and two, the Pats are motivated, but it's also driven by the idea that they're so good off losses. Go back to 2003. The Patriots off a loss, 44 and eight straight up against the spread, 36, 14 and two. So think about that. 52 times are off a loss in all those years. 44 winners, eight losers straight up, and great against the spread. Now, the last time the Patriots lost three straight games, 2002. In the interim, they've lost two straight within the same season, so there was a chance to win, lose a third eight times. In that next game, eight no straight up, winning by 19 points per game, 7-1 against the spread, so the point I'm making is the Pats going to one and three if they lose. Falling behind the Dolphins three games and being down 1-0 head-to-head with a game in Miami that the Pats often struggle with. This is really the definition of a high-motivated game. I don't like to say must-win. High-motivated for the Patriots. If somehow, some way the Pats lose this game and they're favored right now by seven... To me, it's a situation that you got to wonder, boy, something fundamentally has changed. He's R.J. Bell. I'm Bernie Frater. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. R.J., let's unpack that for just a second. First of all, the Pats are not only coming off back-to-back losses, they're coming off back-to-back double-digit losses. Now, This is what we know about Bill Belichick teams. They improve over the course of a season. Their defenses make adjustments. They get better. The Pats have been known 
to even be very active around the trade deadline. So I'm not ready to throw dirt on this team, even if they lose tomorrow. However, Steve Fezzik also had a comment about this. He essentially you know, made the point that he's not worried about the Pats per se, but if they lose, they are no longer favorites in the AFC East. Let's give it a listen. Fez, right now you've got the Patriots in your power rankings where? I have them as my number four team. So you don't believe anything's changed. Have I have I convinced you? You've made a compelling argument, but I gotta tell you, RJ, history. I've seen this happen before where the Patriots were being buried and left for dead. And like you said, they yeah, lose two. Well, in that's a row. the whole point, right? This may be different. By the way, you look at the Dolphins, obviously undefeated. The Pats entered this season minus fifteen hundred to win their division. So that means you bet fifteen dollars to win a dollar. If the Pats won their division, here's a question. If Miami wins their division, or if, if Miami wins this game, and I said, even money, I'll take the Dolphins to win the division, up 3 and up 1-0 against the Pats, would you take the Pats at even money? Would you still think the Pats are favored? No, the Dolphins would clearly be the favorite. Wow, so they were, it was minus 1,500 on the Pats entering, I mean, what, three weeks ago, they lose this game, they're underdogs to win their division. Here's the thing, RJ. Clearly, if the Pats start 1-3 and three and the Dolphins start 4-0, and oh, mathematically, you, you really can't make them a favorite. There's only 12 games remaining in the season, but it's more nuanced than that because is it fair to assume that the Pats will be a lot better when they get Julian Edelman back after next week? He's their alpha dog. He takes a lot of pressure off that offense. Well, and eventually, minute. Josh Gordon. Hold, hold on a minute. Edelman's the alpha dog? What, what kind of dog is Tom Brady? Well, Tom Brady is the leader of the pack, but Edelman gives <laughs> that's that. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Edelman gives them that edge. No, I agree. And, and, the, and that comes from the Pats locker room. That's not just some conjecture on my part. But also, we haven't even talked about Josh Gordon. So is it fair, RJ, to assess well, the Pats without their weapons? Here's the thing. Well, first of all, it's fair because these games count. Right, so there's injuries, there's suspensions, there's all kind of things for every team every year. Ultimately, sometimes who wins the Super Bowl is driven more by the luck of injuries. Mm, sure, the least you very rarely see a team that you would say is in the top, let's say top half of getting injured during a year. So let's just say we split it up into top half, bottom half. Very rarely. In the most injured half of the league, do they win the Super Bowl? Now, that said, we've never seen a guy like Wentz go down, an MVP candidate, probably the leader at the time he went down last year. We've never seen a quarterback go down like that and then that team win the Super Bowl. Phil Sims, you could say, with Hot Settler way back in the day. Now, there's two things to consider, Bernie. One is how good is a team? And the other is the mathematical reality of the standings. Let's say that a team had four great players, four of the 10 best players in the NFL on one team. Okay, We'll call them the super team. If that super team had those four players injured the first 15 games of the year, mm -hmm. and they all came back for week 16 or the last game, game 16, that team is the best team in the NFL last week of the year. But chances are they're not going to make the playoffs 
because without those four the whole year. So there's how good a team is, and I agree with you. When Edelman comes back, and if Gordon gets integrated into this offense, this is a whole different Patriots offense. It won't change if they're one and three with a loss to Miami, who would be 4-0 in that case, that they would be the Patriots' underdogs to come back. That part won't change, but there is an algorithm of this, and I'll explain. Because with those players on the field, Matt Patricia couldn't have done what he did to Rob Gronkowski next week, last week, which was basically jam him on the line of scrimmage and press coverage. Now, think about what you said a minute ago. Spot on. Let's go back to 2008. This very team, the New England Patriots, they lose their starting quarterback, Tom Brady. Matt Castle replaces him. They still don't make the playoffs, even though they win 11 games. So you're right. Those games count with or without your best players, and it doesn't matter because when the you know when the when the record books are written at the end of the year, your wins and losses are what they are, regardless of your roster. Absolutely. So big game, big big game with the Pats. Not only to see how good they are, but that reality of the AFC East standings. When we come back, we're going to continue breaking down the biggest storylines in the NFL straight out of Vegas. I'm R.J. Bell. This is Straight Out of Vegas Weekend Edition, joined by Bernie Fratto. R.J., the Raiders come home. They're dying for a win in the John Gruden era. Gruden's not only lost three in a row to start his Raider career, restart his Raider career, he's lost seven in a row as a head coach. But you Oh, had- wait, so we got a trend going back 15 years? Oh, you know, I had to say it. <laughs> Are you, a, you know, are you a Gruden skeptic? No, I'm not, actually. And I so think you're you did, pulling back his losses from, like, 2003. I'm merely reporting facts. <laughs> Let's talk about this game because earlier in the week, you had sort of a definitive opinion on what you thought the outcome might be as the Raiders host Cleveland tomorrow. Let's have a listen. The Cleveland Browns on the road in Oakland to take on the Raiders. Raiders a three-point favorite right now. Yeah, and this is one we bet and we gave out early at two and a half. I like the Raiders. I've bet the Raiders. And it's really about one thing, Jonas. The Raiders easily could have won two of these three games. And if they had, this line would be four and a half or five. The fact they didn't means we're getting value fading Baker Mayfield, which I like that too because there's a lot of excitement. So pick for me. I like the Raiders. He's R.J. Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. All right, R.J., I'm with you. I bet the Raiders as well. I'm going to tell you why. If you look at their first three games, they play the Rams. Fez and I agreed at dinner last night. The Rams are the best team in football. The Raiders led in the second half. They go to Denver, where Denver's 32-3 and in their last 35 in Denver, the Raiders led in the fourth quarter. They go down to hot and humid Miami where the three and old Dolphins had their way in the fourth quarter, but the Raiders led in the fourth quarter. Now they come home, and it's what I call the Derek Anderson syndrome. You handed Baker Mayfield the keys to the car. He was the moment's rage last week coming off the bench, the most popular guy in town, right? Let's face it, the Jets had prepared for Tyrod Taylor. They get Baker Mayfield. Now they've got Mayfield on film. And by the way, Derek Anderson, what I mean by that? Ten years ago, when Brady Quinn got hurt, Derek Anderson steps in. He starts, no expectations, reels off a bunch of wins. Nick, you know, gets a free agent contract, goes to Arizona the next year. 
He wasn't the same. So, RJ, how much does your play affect the fact that Baker Mayfield is making his first start in hostile environment as a rookie? Whenever you're playing an NFL game or any typical American sporting event, it's going to be how much do you like one team, how much do you dislike another. Now, sometimes it can be the entire handicap is I'm neutral on the opponent, but I love, 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 love this team, or vice versa. I'm neutral on the team I'm betting, but I hate the opponent, right? In this case, I'd say it's 70% liking the Raiders, thinking, and I do, the Raiders are the most underrated team in the NFL, and you mentioned it. They could very easily be 2-1. and one. But 30% is. The Browns, I think, are a little overrated. Why? Baker Mayfield mania and the idea of the excitement around the first pick in the draft, bringing the team back to a comeback victory. So I, and there's one more thing about the Browns. The Browns are plus nine in turnovers entering this week. No other team in the NFL entered the week better than plus four. Turnovers are huge when it comes to winning and losing in the NFL. And turnovers have a significant element of luck. One last thing about this game. Since we bet it, there's been some Browns money. Right now, you can go to pregame.com, see our game center. It's free, live odds. And right now, the line is Raiders two and a half Mm -hmm. with just a little extra juice. This baby was uh, significantly higher. Three was much more prevalent even 12 hours ago. So there has been some Browns money, but at two and a half, I do still very much like the Raiders. I got on the Raiders minus two and a half midweek. And by the way, for what it's worth, if you're scoring at home, after going four and 12 against the spread the last two years, if the operative is if the Browns cover tomorrow, they'll be four and zero against the number this year, RJ. Yeah, and, and that's another example is when betters bet a team and they win, that's affirming, right? It's like if you eat something, Bernie, <laughs> and then you go home and you're clutching your stomach, you're going to the commode again and again, that's a deterrent. That's called a deterrent. If you eat something and you feel great, what do you do? You eat it again. Anyone that's bet the Browns this year has felt mighty good. So what happens? They bet the Browns more. Commode. commode. Nicely, nicely done. <laughs> Would that be like a latrine? Uh, you know, I, toilet? I wasn't in the service, but but uh, I think so. We still appreciate the loo, I think the Lou. I still want to thank you for your service <laughs> to our country. Moving along. Helping, helping people win batting, right? <laughs> that's right. Moving along, speaking a team about a team that's covered their last two, the D, Detroit. They head into Big D, Dallas. Might the Lions cover their third in a row? They're going up against their former coach, Rod Marinelli, the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, who, by the way, presided over the 0-16 Lions 10 years ago. This is the 10-year anniversary. I covered that team. At any rate, I digress. Steve Fezzik loves the Lions tomorrow because why? Well, the Cowboys missing a key defensive player in Sean Lee. Let's have a listen. Lions catching three points at Dallas. It's all about my number one handicap here, Sean Lee, middle linebacker for the Cowboys. Critically important. Last year, that defense for the Cowboys only gave up four and a half yards per play. Really good. When Sean Lee. So you said earlier in the show, average offense gains five and a half yards per play. Dallas with Lee on the field, one full yard less every snap 
of the opposition. Correct. But when he was off the field, they gave up six yards per play, much worse than average because of the Sean Lee effect. I'm betting the Detroit Lions plus three. Yeah, that that Dallas offense. I mean, if you look at Dak, last five games, he hasn't thrown for more than 181 yards. I'm not impressed. They lost their center, Frederick, and that O-line just for the Cowboys has not been the same. First of all, Fez is exactly right in the sense that... So, so you agree with Fez? No, only in this one point. All right. I'm going to text him and tell him. He might want to double down. When Sean Lee doesn't play, <laughs> the defensive production for the Cowboys unit drops dramatically. That's a fact. You're also correct. Three straight games, RJ. Uh, Dak Prescott's thrown for, what, 100 yards or less? However, last week against the Seattle Seahawks... So, so just to be clear, so last five games... Dak has thrown for 181 yards or less. Okay, thank so, you. So not up to 200 for right, sure. Which isn't very good in this man's NFL. No, I uh, agree with that. However, last week, the Cowboys uh, against Seattle averaged almost eight yards per carry. How do you like this game? I tend to agree with Fez on this one. I, I like the Lions. We're in the Super Contest together. Me, Fezzik, and a book or former bookmaker now, Matty Holt, and we do the dream preview every Thursday. We release the NFL edition every Wednesday, the college. And what we did for the NFL edition was have an entry in the Super Contest Gold. Now, what is that? Well, a lot of you have heard of the Super Contest. It's the biggest handicapping contest in the world. Fezzik is the only guy to win that twice, and he did it back-to-back. But last year, they started the gold. Now, the classic, 1500 bucks to enter. The gold, 5,000 to enter. We entered it, 126 entries, and we're one game out of first place. 10 and 5 right now, five picks a week. One game out of first. By the way, Bernie, the winner, 640,000 winner take all. So I might take a day off if we cash that baby, but one of our picks mm-hmm. in the Super Contest was the Lions plus three. That's what I was going to ask you. By the way, is one of your picks the Raiders as well? Yes. Okay, good. He's RJ. I'm Bernie. Tonight's show brought to you by Granger. Granger's got your back when it comes to the safety and industrial supplies that help keep your facility running. Get what you need when you need it at Granger.com. It's pretty good. Uh, you ever do radio before? Once or twice. That's ah, pretty good. All right, well, we go to the... Uh college football scoreboard where Ohio State, well, they held off Penn State, made it a good night in Happy Valley. McSorley with a snap. Hands to Sanders, and he is That's brought it. down at the 45-yard line. Really? Brought down by defensive end Chase Young at the Ohio State 45, and the Buckeyes will take over on downs, leading by a point with a minute 16 to play. That's the Ohio State IMG Sports Network with the call as the Buckeyes would hold on for the 27-26 win. Number 8, Notre Dame, a 38-17 win at over number 7, Stanford. Cardinal lose for the first time this year. Number 12, West Virginia, a winner on the road, 42-34 over number 25, Texas Tech. Number 20, Oregon, a win at Berkeley. Number 24-ranked Bears fall 42-24 for the Ducks, their first Pac-12 road win since November of 2016. And it is a final in the desert. Southern Cal did hold off Arizona 24-20. On the Diamonds, the Dodgers, 10-6 winners at San Francisco. L.A. now tied with Colorado atop the National League West. 
because the Rockies were hammered by Washington 12-2. St. Louis, a 2-1 winner over the Cubs. Cardinals, though, eliminated from the playoff race. The Cubs tied with Milwaukee in the NL Central because the Brewers were 6-5 winners over Detroit. Both divisions could be sewn up on the final day of the Major League Baseball regular season. And, of course, Sunday, the Ryder Cup continues and will wrap up. First tee time will be at 6 a.m. Eastern. Europe right now has a 10-6 lead. Back to you guys in Vegas. Thank you, Ralphie Boy. All right, let's get to that. Lions, we got some sound on it. Let's listen in on the 49ers. Oh, oh, the Jimmy G situation. Well, yeah, we have a situation where their guy went down, and what does that mean to their fortunes? RG had some comments on that last week. Let's give it a listen. Out. He had a horrible QBR. He was like bottom of the league, but still, at least potential. Bethard, horrible. We figure almost a touchdown downgrade for the 49ers without Jimmy G. I think this is a dream crusher. 49ers were thinking playoffs. Now they're not. I don't know if the whole team isn't flat. I'm not anxious to bet the 49ers. And that's an important concept. We're back. Here Saturday night, the dream crusher. And it's early in the year to have your dreams crushed this football season, but that's what's happened to the 49ers. Playoffs were the goal. Now, very unlikely. You never know. Remember when the Rams in 99, Trent Green went down? It was like, oh, my God, this guy was bagging groceries is coming in. Well, Kurt Warner, Hall of Famer, and... You never know, but let's just say this. Vegas makes a living out of making assessments like this. 49ers, huge underdogs to make the playoffs now. Almost a touchdown downgrade from Garoppolo. We know Fezzik took it hard because Fezzik... I love Jimmy G. He loves Jimmy G. He took it hard. I'm I'm not a fan of this Chargers team, but I don't want the 49ers this week alone because that dream crusher... It really affects the team. When you've got a goal, you work the whole year for it. The game after that goal is out of reach is a tough game to be motivated for. We're back on Straight Out of Vegas. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So let's be clear, RJ. Niners are catching 10 and a half tomorrow. Just so you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. The Chargers may be a top 10 offense, but they're a bottom 10 defense. Even with 10.5 points, you want nothing to do with C.G. Beathard tomorrow. No, because, again, I if an NFL team is motivated, I'm always looking to take the points, not blindly, but double digits. I'm very tempted. This could be a third. And let's be candid. Chargers have played the two toughest teams in the NFL, and it's probably not even a debate. Right, Rams, Kansas City. So when you dominate the one team, the Bills, the Chargers dominated them, and then you played number one and number two, you've got a little frustration sitting at one and two right now. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers stretch your legs if they get a nice lead. So I'm staying away. I think it's a stay-away game, but a game that is in New York. By the way, little tease here, the New Orleans Saints, they'll visit the New York Giants. The Saints are only 5-10 and 10 as a road favorite since 2013, but they'll be laying some short numbers on the road in New York. But you and Fez had kind of a strong opinion about this game for a specific reason. Let's give it a listen. 
Giants, Saints. What's this, where's the pros? Where's the Joes? The pros are on the Giants, the home underdog, plus three and a half. I bet that. I like the Giants, plus three and a half, RJ. It is all about the Saints, that defense. Whoa. I can't really explain why it's so bad, but I can tell you. St- because last year, the Saints were a, about an average D. And with a really good offense... And they were running the ball. Saints were as good as anyone last year. Yeah, now they're at the very bottom statistically of the league. And we saw how important last night cornerbacks can be when they're missing. One of the Saints' best cornerbacks is missing for this game. The Saints are not a good road team in general. They're especially bad in back-to-back road games. They went to Atlanta, had a track meet, now back to New Orleans, and now up to New York City. Oh, dog, I like the Giants, too. Yeah, and we had this one on the Super Contest, also plus three and a half. Colin had the Giants. I'll be candid. Colin got me thinking about this game. Every Friday, Colin and I record a pod where I grade his Blazing Five five picks. We've done it for a long time. That's released Saturday morning. You can get that on my Twitter, at RJ in Vegas. But now he's doing a pick number six, Bernie. And straight out of Vegas on Friday, 6.30 Eastern, we have the world exclusive on Collins' pick number six. And that comes out 6.30 every Friday. And last week, by the way, six picks. Wise guys, 6-0. and I got to ask you, RJ. Saints clowned on by Tampa Bay, struggled mightily with Cleveland, had to escape the 38-year-old Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees, saved him last week. How do you justify them laying more than a field goal on the road? I don't. I like the Giants. So I agree with Is this with a bad you. line? Well, listen, by definition, any game you bet, you think the line is wrong. I don't know, bad. I think wrong is probably the right word. And that's why there's a lot of guys out there, a lot of websites, et cetera, and even radio and TV shows that know their stuff. We're not mm-hmm. the only one. But what you can know for sure is if any outlet – has a strong pick on every game, then run the other way. Why? You can only have a strong pick if the line is wrong. And to me, in a typical NFL Sunday, boy, it's hard to imagine finding more than five games, let's say, that you think the line is wrong. All right, now look. RJ, we've known each other a long time. I'm just a simple guy. Hell, I had a Lunchables for dinner last night. Frankly, look, man, I'm just a card-carrying baby boomer living in a millennial world. I need your help, though, because I need new information. You've got a team one and two laying points on the road in what should be a hostile environment. I say bad line. You say wrong line. Where does that differ? Are we saying the same thing semantically? I'm, I'm, I'm really confused about this line, and I... Agree well, with your. I mean, let's just think it through. What do you think the line should be? I would have made the Giants a short favorite because they're home. Well, you want and the, and the, and you guys are both right about the Saints defense. Hold on a second, though. You want to bet me? Uh, give me, give me the Saints plus I, one and a half. And, I'll, I'll do it for uh, lunch. No, 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 no. Hundred buck minimum here. Hundred buck minimum. Uh huh. All right. I'll, no, I'll, listen. Okay. I'm going to give you the Saints. No, I'm going to do it. I will be. Now, the next time I see you, if I lose, if the Saints win outright or the Giants win by one, I'll peel off a crisp $100 bill. I'll lay a point and a half. We, we got a deal? We got a deal. And, and it's, not, it's not like it's a challenge. It's just, look, no, I'm it, confused. it is a challenge. My, my job is to go through picking off. Let's, I don't want to say anything derogatory. 
picking off guys that are, let's say, recreational. I'm not going to be involved in this game. I'm really. No, you're involved now for a hundred bucks. You're involved. I am now. <laughs> By the I way, am, guys, I am now. Now Bernie doesn't. Bernie's not a professional, so he nope. doesn't fall into this rule. But one of the cool things we do on Straight Out of Vegas during the week is we got a green button. It's green and it's a button, and when you press it, it makes this sound. And anytime anyone at the table likes a game where they say, I like this team, anyone else at the table can grab the button, press it. It's an automatic $100 bet going against it. So, Bernie. It's on record. It's I'm on good record. for it. Yeah. And here, but here, well, we know you're and good let's, for it. And let's, look, am I a better? Yes, but I'm recreational. I'm not professional as such. That's who I love to I bet like, against. I like, fair enough. But I like to hear the inside game. The pros play so well, and you are in that category. Now, we've talked about this. Guidelines. Not inflexible anchors. There are no guarantees. What we hope to do as betters is make informed decisions consistently, exercise discipline systematically, and keep an open mind. If you do that, sports wagering can be fun and profitable. I believe the Giants are going to win the game outright. Now I've got to cover. I've got to win by margin. I just thought the line was off, bad. You, you said it's wrong. Only one of us can be right. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we got a bet. It's a bet. We'll talk about it's it. It's a date. What's the next game? Well, let's have a look here. So, you know, actually, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, what we're going to do when we come back. I'm sorry, Bernie. Go ahead. Apologize. The good folks at Lowe's. Pros in the know start with Lowe's and save 5% on eligible purchases every day made with the Lowe's business credit account. That's a 5% saving savings in store and online subject to credit approval. Now, it cannot be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details, U.S. only. All right, guys, one segment to go. And as we always say, it's best bets down the home stretch when we come back. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. We'll compare rates for you so you get a great deal, even if it's not with us. Saving you time and money, now that's Progressive. Call or click today. RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas, joined by Bernie Fratto. Last segment, Jonas Knox up next, and it's best bats down the home stretch. You and Fezzik had a good conversation this week about the Bengals visiting Atlanta. There's some injuries in this game, but that didn't stop you. Both of you guys are having a pretty strong opinion on which way you might lean and where the line might go. Let's have a listen. So this is a game. The Bengals at Atlanta. You have an early best bet on the Bengals. So let's break this down in two ways. One, why do you like the Bengals? And then we'll get to why do you expect the line to get worse for the Bengals. I like the Bengals because I really am down on the Atlanta Falcons. Key injuries on the defense. Down two starters, including their starting safety. Now, another safety is out. Cluster injuries at safety. So let's quickly say, what's cluster injuries? It means multiple injuries at the same position. Oftentimes, there's not big names in there, but you're not going from first string to second string. You're going from first string maybe to third or maybe even off the practice squad. The market doesn't usually account for that properly. But in this case, especially on defense, there's some real value going against Atlanta. And oh, by the way, the Saints who played Atlanta last week, the wise guys bet the heck out of them on Sunday. Why do you think the line moves? 
for the same reason that the Saints game, the syndicates, the biggest betters out there, waited until Sunday because they wanted to get down so much against the Falcons last week. I think they're going to do the same this week. Well, listen, guys, talk about having a premonition. Fezzik, when he gives you those line move predictions, man, oh, man, he is accurate. For about four years, he's done it out of pregame.com. When the line moves after his prediction, 70% of the time, plus it goes in the direction Fez predicted. We were at five and a half early in the week on straight out of Vegas. Right now, if you play the Bengals, you're only getting three and a half. That is freaking gorgeous. Validate. I saw three and a half earlier today at the M Resort. By the way, this is straight out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. Now, further talking about the Bengals game, that doesn't stop you guys from having a strong opinion. Let's take a listen. Yeah, Falcons, Freddie Fanny Pack and the Joes on the Falcons. They're looking and saying, oh, my gosh, Falcons are only three and a half. Yum, yum, yum. Well, listen, Freddie Fanny Pack walks around Fremont Street with deep, fried Twinkie on a stick, eating it. You don't want to be with Freddy. <laughs> Bengals, that's who the Sharps are on, Fez. Yes, and I bet the Bengals early in the week, and I still like the Bengals in this game. It's all about those cluster injuries to the Atlanta Falcons defense. In particular, at safety, they're down two starters really in trouble on defense. So we got a new segment on Fridays. It's called Don't Be Square. Huey Lewis said it's hit to be square, maybe everywhere but Vegas, what we do is we go over the biggest public games. The public's Freddie Fanny Pack is on, and we're saying be, be careful. And right now, Atlanta, a lot of public square money on them. We like the Bengals even at three and a half, but not as much as five and a half. And for some reason, Matt Ryan struggles mightily against AFC teams. I wonder if Freddie Fanny Pack knows that the Falcons are just 1-5 in their past six games against the AFC and 7-13 and since the beginning of the 2013 season. Well, and a lot of winning years for the Falcons during that time, too. At home, Matty Ice, I hate that nickname, he's been pretty solid at home. By the way, you guys mentioned injuries. No Joe Mixon, no Devontae Freeman. And by the way, the Falcons' defense is really banged up. What are your thoughts about the total in that game? No thoughts. Just like the side. Well... You know, you guys have been pretty spot on. What's our next game? That that's it. That's it. Well, let's keep. Let's go through another one. Let's look at the Steeler game. Right now, Pittsburgh favored by three at home against the Ravens, and everyone has a feeling, Bernie, that this is a close series. Oh, there's a lot of close games. This is amazing. Last twenty six times, these teams have played Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Each is one straight up 13, 13 and 13. Against the spread, 12, 12, and 2. You add up every point scored in 26 games. Every point, the foul or the Ravens have scored 10 more than the Steelers. Think about that. 26 games, a 10-point margin of victory. So it's about a third of a point difference per game. I lean towards the Ravens. It's a, not a like. It's a lean. Because I feel like Pittsburgh, psychologically, they've had the... Think about how many must wins. They just had a Monday night game, short week now, 
where it was a must win. And then they go in at halftime with a dominant lead, the Steelers, and still they can't finish the 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 job. I mean, they finished the job enough in that they won, but boy, it got to be a tight game again. This Pittsburgh team, the least disciplined I've seen in a long time. In fact, and our producer, Lorne, on the weekday show came up with this stat, and it's a good one. If you project out penalties for the year, so there's three games in, project out for a 16-game season, the Steelers would be the most penalized team in the history of the NFL. Against a Ravens team, every time this Ravens team has entered the red zone, every time, they've scored a touchdown. Now, we know it's a short sample, three games, but boy, Harbaugh seems to be on his game. Flacco seems extra motivated because he's got Lamar Jackson behind him in a close series. Give me the three with the Ravens. As a lean, one last thing, total in this game, over under points. 51, that's the highest total ever for the Ravens and Steelers. I'd be very bothered by the Steelers' defense if I were a Steelers fan. And like you said earlier, they let Tampa Bay back in that game. This is going to be a fist fight in a phone booth. It's a divisional game. It's going to set the tone for the rest of the season, much like the Patriots. I doubt the Steelers, RJ, want to fall to 1-4. and four. Or actually, 1-3. Yeah, one, 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 yeah, you pointed well, that out last week. Yeah, they have a tie. Yeah, right now, 1-1-1. One, one, and one but certainly don't want to lose to the Ravens. Next up, Jonas Knox. Now, he's on our weekday show every day. He is the voice of the fan. But let me tell you guys something. Jonas is always wanting to do long monologues on talk radio topics. This is his time. If you love that, listen up to Jonas Knox. He's up next, guys. Straight out of Vegas, I'm RJ Bell. Straight out of Vegas! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.